Welcome to the MMA 10. All right, guys, welcome to the MMA 10. Right now, we're going to be talking about the Michael Henderson. It's a pretty interesting episode. We're going to be talking about the Dan Henderson and Michael Bisping rematch. It's a thing that a lot of people don't agree about, but I've got a special guest to talk about it with me. And uh, Jonathan, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself? Say a little bit about what you do. Hey, what's up, guys? My name is John, and I run a tech channel on YouTube, and I also am a casual MMA fan. Awesome, Jonathan. Okay, so um, I actually do the same thing. I do a tech channel on YouTube. I'll leave all the links below, Jonathan's links and mine as well, uh, if you guys are interested in that sort of thing. So I thought it was a pretty cool person to get this started with. So let's talk about the, the rematch. What do you think of it, first and foremost? Uh, from a, a lot of different perspectives, you can you can look at it from a lot of different perspectives. As a fan, it's awesome because you get to see Dan Anderson go for a title shot once again and yeah. get the opportunity to finally get the win and finally the title he's been trying for so long. But from Chris Weidman's perspective and Luke Rockhold's, it doesn't really make sense, so I could see their point of view as well. Mm-hmm, yeah, that makes sense. Well, uh, here's my thing. Here's what why I think it happened. There are a couple of reasons, not just one. First and foremost is because of their first fight. Right, yep. Bisping, yeah, want, Bisping wants to avenge the loss. Uh, one of the most brutal knockouts in UFC history, on one of the biggest events in UFC history. Uh, it's mm-hmm. become Henderson's logo. That you know, so that's yeah, the ob- that's that's the obvious reason. But secondly, um, Bisping is confident is in his punching power, even overconfident. I'd say. I guarantee you, if he'd beaten Luke Rockhold with a submission or even a decision, he would not ask for the Henderson rematch. You know, not no, co- no, no, no. Not because he's Definitely. scared of Dan Henderson or anything, but it just wouldn't have crossed his mind. You know, it's Dan Henderson's not a contender at all. He would have gone for Weidman mm-hmm. or Jacare after that. Definitely. I think he would have gone for Jacare, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, Weidman's tougher than Lock- Rockhold. I mean, if, if you look at that fight, many people think Weidman was actually beating Rockhold for, you know, by, by substantially for the first while until that spinning kick happened, so... It was, yeah, you know, it, yeah. it's it's a tough thing for Michael Bisping to want the the Weidman rematch. So anyway, he cleanly yeah. he cleanly puts out Rockhold with a left hook, the same exact punch that dropped Anderson Silva, and he thinks, wait, who else can I knock out? You know, uh, he's mm-hmm. got that left hook now. I can almost, I, um, I can, I, I can certainly, yeah, go ahead. I, I don't, I, I can't see uh, Bisping knocking out Anderson. I, I still think he has a chin on him. Uh, When's the last time he's been knocked out? It wasn't. I don't think it's it was. Uh, it was kind of. It was uh, in Brazil. I think he fought Vitor Belfort for the, what is it? Third time he got knocked out with the same yeah. kick, but he wasn't out. Out. You know, he was just. Um, yeah, yeah. He was head kicked. So, I'm not sure if that was his fight before uh, Lombard or two fights ago, but um, that's what happened to him. He got the same head kick, and it was a TKO, but it was a very iffy stoppage. You know, a lot of people. A lot of people think it should have continued. He was rocked for sure, though. But, you know, he doesn't yeah. quit. We saw even in the Lombard fight, he was rocked. He was, like, out of it that's, so many times. That's why I think it's going to be a great fight. Definitely. So, anyway, he cleanly puts out uh, Rockhold, right? A nice left hook, and he, he did that to Anderson Silva. 
And I can, okay, I'm going to tell you this almost certainly. If Vitor Belfort had beaten Jacare in Brazil, they fought at UFC 198. If he had beaten Jacare in Brazil, Bisping would want that fight for two reasons. Oh, yeah. Right? He would want that fight against Vitor for two reasons. First of all, Belfort knocked Henderson out twice. Right? Belfort knocked Henderson out twice. And even though Henderson knocked out Bisping, Belfort knocked him out twice. That's Mm -hmm. crazy to do. Dan Henderson, you know? Mm-hmm. And B, he knocked Bisping's eye loose. Do you remember yeah. that was the that was the fight? He knocked. Okay, granted it was TRT v- Vitor, you know, but there you go. He not he, <laughs> he knocked his eye loose. Yeah, I'm mean, definitely. So he gets asked about it all the time. So the last thing I can think of is that Dan Henderson is near the finish line. You know, if he retires, Bisping would never be able to get that loss back. Mm-hmm. He truly believes he can win. Everyone else, uh, Jacare, Weidman, Rockhold, even Yoel Romero. They don't. They don't all. They all don't have a choice, basically. Yeah. Right. Maybe. They're certainly not retiring now, so they'll have to stick around and wait for the champ. Henderson can walk away whenever he wants. He's got money, and he's at. He's got a ton of money. He was. Um. He was a very high paid. I think he was the highest paid on his card. Remember when he knocked out Lombard? I'm not sure of oh, this. Really? From what I remember, I think he was the highest paid fighter. He's got a ton of money. He's at the end of one of the most memorable and legendary careers in MMA history. So if there was ever a time for a rematch, that time is now. They have to make it. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, go ahead and tell me what you think about it. I think it's a good way to go out as well. If you're going to retire, it might as well be a title fight. If he wins a title, if he wins a fight, I don't know where he's going to go from there. I don't know if he's going to continue fighting and then potentially face Rockhold or something. I don't see that going out as well. I don't. I don't see him. Uh, well, obviously, if he fought Rockhold, I think Rockhold would beat him. But it's it's not because yeah. like, it's not anything bad about Dan Henderson. It's just that he's like, he's at the end, really. And he's an old guy. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, is he hasn't gotten worse. Uh, it's not like he's gotten worse at all. He's not. He's not noticeably slower. He's definitely not any weaker. But it's oh. just that with with that like with that age you start just getting a bit more hesitant you start yeah uh you start losing the chin a bit granted he does have a chin of course but anderson silva you know he's being dropped every other punch so yeah and it also the- has to do with the competition around him they're getting so much sure. better nowadays it's it's difficult for a man like him at his age to keep up to keep sure. going to keep advancing he won't he won't keep going okay here's my thing uh they're gonna book the rematch right it's speculated for madison square garden at ufc 205 they're gonna book it that's no question chael sonnen thinks it's at ufc 205 and i i, I believe that i i thought it was going to be in manchester that's what dana said but you know dana dana said they're not selling the company right out until they announced it so his word is not not necessarily gospel but uh basically w- what it comes down to is that um bisping if he does fight again he might very rare chance if he does it would be against it would be a match that they can sell by name by money it wouldn't be a match like a contender fight like uh for instance rockhold or weidman or anything like that Mm-mm, definitely not i mean he's choosing to face uh henderson so I don't think he's really interested in the contender fights right now. He's just interested yeah, in getting that. Dan Henderson, if Dan Henderson wins, he's not he's he's not going to defend it. if Dan Henderson does beat uh Michael Bisping. He will not I, think he de- he I don't think he'll defend it. I think if he does, he he, he I mean, okay, here's my thing. I think the UFC is going to give him a little bit of a a situation like um 
the only way we can sell this, this this doesn't have to happen, but it's a possibility. They're going to say the only way we can sell this, if it's the legend's way out, you know, the legend's final last match, final event. That's a great Mm -hmm. way to sell it. Everyone will buy tickets, you know, but Mm -hmm. if, if, if he's going to stick around and lose the belt straight away, then that's a waste of six months, you know? Yeah. Three three months camp, three months recovery, and then another camp after that. That's a wasted nine months that they can't afford. The middleweight division is not awesome. There there are there's a huge difference between the top five guys and then everyone below them. That's very true. It's not it's not a great division. It's mainly between the top five. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not a great if you look at a division like the one fifty five division, for instance, that is stacked. That's Everyone's yeah. amazing. If you look at the division like the heavyweight, barely anyone's amazing. But it's the same effect. You know, mm-hmm. they're they're all similar. They're all really close. So that's okay. But the 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 middleweight division is really they can't afford to have it's like if Jose and, and Edgar never fought and waited for Connor to come back down. Oh no, no. no. You know, they just can't afford to, to do that. No. So I, I think uh they I really hope Dan Henderson's a, a great fighter. He's someone you want to be happy for. I mean, I like Bisping, but I want him to just get that win and leave. Really, if he decides yeah. to stick around and defend the belt, I can't be mad at that. I would like it as well. If he decides to stick around and defend the belt, maybe one more time, maybe, maybe two. I'm not sure how his contract goes. I'm not yeah. into that, but yeah. Uh, so, all right, yeah. That's that's basically all I have to say. Um, do you have anything else to add? We're approach. We're approaching our uh, ten minute mark. Um, I hope he doesn't defend the belt. I, I hope he at least, or if he does defend the belt, no, I I really can't see it. I feel like he's been through way too much already. It's time to settle down, that's slow true. down, and just retire, man. Because when he fought Daniel Cormier, oh my god, he got he racked all the time. Yeah, he was toyed with. That's when I, I wish he would have retired back then. But, but he, I mean, but then you know, after that, he came back against Tim Boach and knocked him out. Yeah, you know, he, he has he's, he really has nine lives. Whenever they say that, they're yeah. not joking. He really does. He really does. And I'm I would be really happy for him if he does decide to to stick I'd around. Be but so happy for him. I, I really feel it's kind of like and who's your favorite fighter of all time? Of all time, uh. Uh, based on purely skill, John Jones, everything else, Anderson Silva. For me, it's Anderson Silva on everything, right? Jo- on on, on, everything. S- on skill, personality. is. Th- it's just by far in a way. There is no close second. I like a ton of fighters. I'm not biased. I'm not, I like a ton of <laughs> fighters. I like them all. I'm, I'm, I'm a fan of every division and everything. But Anderson Silva is by far and away my favorite. He did really good against Daniel Cormier. He held in there, definitely. He did. He knocked out well. Bisping. People are forgetting he knocked out Bisping. It was a yeah, third round. I had it in my books. A third round knockout for Michael. It's debatable, okay? it's the it, there's, There was uh, the the referee definitely. Um, it was the end of the round, and you could argue Bisping wasn't out, out completely. He knocked out Michael Bisping and walked away. Yeah. And then he, he rocked him. If he just put on the pressure for a couple more combos... He would have gotten Bisping out of there. I he even hit him with that front kick that knocked out Vitor, mm-hmm. and he knocked Bisping down. Bisping didn't know where he was. He could have finished the fight. Here's the thing: Anderson Silva is the kind of guy you're like. I just want him to get through this, you know, just so that he can recover 
I just don't want that pressure on him because he's not a guy you want to see lose. Just get out of this fight. Just get out of this fight and don't get knocked out and we'll be happy. Exactly what Daniel Cormier's game. That's what I feel like with Dan Henderson. I feel like Dan Henderson is someone you want him to win, but it's kind of just like get out of there before anything happens. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's, I've been watching for so long that it's kind of like watching an uncle, you know, who's gone, gone a little bit too far into a hobby. Yeah, and just starting sure. to like for sure. Lose yeah, he's a guy but, you can be, feel happy for. He really is. He really is. All right, guys, before I head out, let me tell you a bit of what this is. On this YouTube channel, I'm going to be putting out these mini podcast episodes about what's going on in the MMA world. So that's news, fight predictions, reactions, all that stuff. If you want to see more of me, I also have a technology YouTube channel, same as Jonathan here. If you're interested in that sort of thing, you can find a link to that in the description box below. But anyway, that does it for today, and I'll see you guys next time. Anything to add, Jonathan? No, it was great. Thank you for having me on, man. No problem at all. We'll see you guys next time. Thanks for tuning in. Be sure to hit that like button if you enjoyed it and subscribe too. That way you'll never miss an episode. Want to be on the show? Want to submit a topic for us to talk about next? Information on all that plus more can be found in the description below. Until next time, this is the MMA 10. MMA 10. MMA 10.